Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. As the issue here, and I know that's going to be the knee jerk here, is that, boy, they're just not hitting. Now we're back to having that conversation about the offense. I don't think so. The run differential is is bad. I'll give you that. But they've put up enough runs in these eight games, and I have the numbers for you coming up in a bit. Uh, they've put up enough to have more than a, a three and five mark with the pitching the Brewers do have. It is a, a, a combination of the starters as well as the bullpen. Want to get your reaction here about this. This game, this road trip, now they do have a chance to kind of bail out a little bit. They have a chance to win the uh, series tomorrow and then bail yourself out of nine pretty much collective ugly games uh, with a four and five mark into Atlanta, up to Cincinnati, back down to Miami. And four and five, you come out as bad as some of these numbers bear this out, you would then say, you know what? Four and five is not that bad. However... If you end up getting blown out again tomorrow, there might be trouble in River City, at least for, for the time being. You're going to have to right the ship somehow, some way, because you're staring down the barrel of a three-game set against Atlanta starting on Monday. Doesn't get much easier, but you are back home. Let's go again uh, against Atlanta. This time, let's play at Milwaukee and, and see how things shake. But still some work to be done on this road trip. Of course, with one game left in the series, and that will finalize the nine-game road trip. 414-799-1250. The Brewers uh, got a couple of uh, home run balls today. Uh, we'll take that. That accounted uh, for all three of their runs in a 9-3 loss tonight. Uh, let's, let's just play the highlights right away and <laughs> get through those. The good news on, uh, on a uh, night that, well, uh, we've, we've seen some better days here for the Brewers. 414-799-1250. Also think about this. Through these games now, 21 and 13. 21 and 13, their mark now. Still a good record. It really is, guys. For as bad as they've been on this road trip. It is, it, it is a good mark. Um, but is it a mark that you see in the win-loss column? Is it a mark that you see on the field collectively through a 21-13 mark that allows you to entertain the idea that they can compete with, I've always used this term, the big boys in the National League. And I'm just, for the sake of the argument, I'll throw out there the Dodgers, Braves, 
Mets and Giants. Now, there's probably going to be another team or two that that pop up uh, each and every year. Philly may put things together. Maybe another team in the West may may get it together a little bit. I don't know if it's Colorado or whoever it might be. Is this team good enough to kind of play with those big boys in the National League? If you're looking at this road trip, I think the answer is no. If you're looking at the season as a whole, probably, yeah, I would think, right? They need to improve things a little bit. But this is uh, sort of a, uh, I won't say a disastrous, sort of a nightmare so far road trip at three and five. But one win can make a difference to to the bailout, to (coughs) salvaging just a little bit. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. All right, let's uh, let's go to my man, Beer Count Kenny. Kenny, start us off here tonight. Jimmy, let me get you started off the right way. Going let now. me bring Come it on. back to reality. Bring it Hang on. on. Bring it on. Ah, that's outstanding on a Saturday night sitting out here on the deck. Oh, I bet Ooh. it is. Oh, man. 80-some degrees today. Beautiful. Nevertheless, here's what I would say. At at the team playing thirty four games at this point in time, and being twenty one and thirteen, you, you got to be pretty happy with what's going on now. Hauser and Woodruff have been disappointing. However, um, the fact of the matter is is that the offense has come together in many many games, and things are becoming more cohesive. The bright spot is is that Stern is not going to tolerate a lot of this nonsense. You will see him go and get pitching as well as offense as needed. So there's more upswing than down. So after they win tomorrow, and I do believe they'll win tomorrow, they're coming home, and then the big challenge will be on because you're going to play both Atlanta and Washington. So when that happens and they come out of that series on the plus side, you'll start to see things really come together more and more. But this team has more upswing than they do down, in my opinion. I love the offense. It's going to get better and better. The pitching will as well, because Stearns, in my opinion, he's just not going to tolerate it. Well, you have defensive issues, too, here. And I'm, I'm looking at uh, at this road trip, too. How do you explain the road trip? Just a little bump in the road? Exactly. You know what? You know what the old saying is. Mama said there'd be days like this. Yeah. So, yeah. In council's plug and play world, when he's constantly shifting guys in and out of positions, which I absolutely dislike, I think that you know these guys have to realize that when you get your opportunity, you have to shine. And so, these mental errors on defense are frustrating to say the least, especially from the catching position. You have to be able to overcome that. So we'll see how the next 30 days – remember, we're only 34 games in. Mm-hmm. Let's see how things are come June 30th, and then we'll have a bigger picture of where this team is really going. But I truly okay, believe there's so still going to be a 100-plus team win. So uh, real season. quick, one, one, one more thing, real quick. That's analysis yeah. isolated on, on this team. Okay, that's analysis. That's that's just totally focused on this team. Now yep. let's take this team and that focus and compare it to Dodgers, Giants, Mets, Braves. Well, I I would say this: Can they play with them? Absolutely. Remember, Tim, all these bigger teams, right? That spend all the big money, they're going to struggle too. It's where you're going to end up cohesively okay. as where the ends, season yeah. goes on. And that's well, going to be and, the key. And you wonder if there's, there's, you know, I, I know they've got the bell ring and, and all that. Yeah. But, so, but so. you know, they, you wonder about the identity and the personality of this team. It's still developing. So I think there's Correct. still storylines to come. Correct. And, and that's what I love about this team because look at the veterans they have on this team that, that Stearns has put on his team. These guys are all coming together, and they're bringing in some of the younger players that are developing, such as an Adamus and several others. Remember, Willie Adamus is a young guy yet, but the way he plays and, and Rowdy Telez, you know, you look at some of these guys and you look at how they play together. When they actually are all in the lineup together, they're phenomenal. 
So yeah. let's start to see more consistency in the lineup as far as solidifying positions as opposed to plug and play. And this team will get much better and be able to easily play with the bigger boys. Kenny, enjoy that beer. Enjoy the uh, nice weather sitting outside tonight. Timmy, we'll talk I about. always do, and we'll see you soon. All right, dude. All right, 799-1250. Can they play with the Giants? What you're seeing now? Dodgers, Mets, Braves? They didn't look good in Atlanta. So uh, we've got a little something to go on. But, again, we look at sample size in the world of baseball. That's what we do. And uh, let's, uh, Timmy, let's go to, uh, to the two highlights that we have here. Let's go back to when things were good this evening a long time ago as well. I mean, this game was a heavy lean on four hours worth of baseball. You had a, a, over a half hour, half inning in tonight's ball game. But back when things were going good, it was the first inning and it was off the bat, and he needed this. Willie Adamas got the Brewers the lead early today. Adamas drives one to deep left, and the Brewers are going to have a one nothing lead when this one lands. Out of a cannon for Adamas, his ninth of the year. Yeah, that on Bally Sports Wisconsin. We fast forward into the eighth inning, number nine on the season, number four on the road trip for Hunter Renfro. And a swing and a blast out towards left center for Renfro. My, oh, my, where's that going to land? With two strikes on him, Hunter Renfro launches his ninth home run of the season. Up on the landing out there in left center. My, oh, my. Got another outfield assist in uh, tonight's game as well. Hunter Renfro starting to put things together a little bit. There's the offense for the Brewers. Eric Lauer uh, had his worst start of the season, I would think. Yeah, I mean, he gave up four runs in the uh, fourth inning. He had given up just four runs in his last five outings <laughs> prior to tonight's fourth inning. Uh, Zeus and uh, Solaire go back-to-back to get things going. Anderson added a two-run shot. He gives up the four right there. So it's 4-1 to one at that point. And uh, when Lauer uh, gets himself through five with those four Ernie's given up, uh, ERA, by the way, balloons to 2.6. Oh, man, send them back down. Uh, now that's that's going to happen with, with every pitcher. He wasn't going to be flawless forever. But in that sixth inning for Trevor Gott when he came into the game, things just snowballed out of control, guys. It was a wild inning, a broken bat base hit, then it was a mess on a stolen base by Avi Garcia. Was it interference? There was a stop action. There was an ejection. There was a replay of the count, believe it or not, after the dust settled, two on, nobody out. And then Urias had an error in the inning. That scored a run for the Marlins. That, that put the score at 5-1. to one. Still nobody out. Then a two-run double from Rojas to make it 7-1, to one, and then that's Gott's exit. Gott never got an out in his outing. Gives way to Gustave, who allows a, a base hit. Kane uh, throws through and doesn't hit the cut. Again, we're playing sloppy defense out here. Uh, put runners at second and third. Uh, as uh, Gustave is going to try and get out of that uh, three in in the crazy inning. Then a walk to load the bases. Then an infield single to score a run. Eight to one. And then a flyout ends the inning. It was a crazy, crazy inning. They batted 10 in the inning. 37 minutes in the one half inning. Uh, Four hits. Four runs, two walks, a stolen base, an error, an ejection, a replay, challenge of the count, believe it or not, and a mess that blew the game open right there. Now, we've talked a lot about umpiring this year, and I, and I don't want to use uh, tonight's, tonight's time to really get into, into all that. But you, you are now having umpires, which... You know, Welke behind the plate uh, deserved uh, everything he got. I mean, he he did not have a good night. It seemed like he wanted some attention here tonight, and he got it. But you lose track of the count? I don't think I've seen that before in a baseball game. You have one job. Keep the count. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, okay, I don't it's, think I've ever seen that either. 
It's two columns. One goes up to four. They're called balls. And the other <laughs> one goes up to three. That's all you get. It's four on one side, three on the other. Um, but they had to replay, which, you know, in all honesty, someone's going, going to say, at least they got it right. And, but at the expense of what? So that was on my drive here. Did that count as a replay review, a manager's replay review? I don't think so. Okay. Because that, that is a little gray also. You can talk the umpires into using their own review, which is just nuts. Yeah. I, you know, the, the, the whole thing. I, you know, I'm getting used to the announcer or the umpire announcing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting used to that a little bit. But, boy, that sixth inning was a mess. We're going to get to some numbers here that are going to spell out that this, this uh, nightmarish road trip um, is worse than the record might end up. In other words, if they win tomorrow, four and five on the nine-gamer, stay around 500, maybe a little above 500 on the road, make hay at home, that old adage. But there are some numbers that are rather concerning. On the pitching side of things, you know, this this team, this organization under Stearns has some pride in pitching and defense. They really believe the defense is just as you save a run, it's like scoring a run. And I believe that. But their defense here has been awful in the eight games thus far on this road trip. Another two errors tonight. Got some numbers for you. If you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. You can join in a conversation that also is focused on through the, uh, well, almost first couple of months of the season, can the Brewers play with the likes of the Dodgers, Giants, Mets, who look like uh, they're going to be a pretty solid team at the very least this year, um, or the Atlanta Braves, world champs, that are starting to put things together again. 799 the final The uh, Brewers lose game two of this three-game set. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game. Presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. Yeah, welcome back. Brewers fall in game two of this three-game set, 9-3 the final, and we're trying to figure out what's going on on this road trip here. And it is a, uh, a situation where at, at times, and then the numbers bear it out also, that they're, they're having a rough go here is, is, is what's happening. And I think you know part of this, guys, is the, the natural grind of a baseball season. I mean, we're... We're 39 calendar days into the season. So that's, that's a good chunk of time here where it's, it's going to grind on you a little bit. We're seeing maybe a little wear and tear here in a couple of different uh, capacities here, injuries or with McCutcheon. And I think, you know, that's another thing that, that people forget. They kind of miss Andrew McCutcheon. 
in this lineup. If, if you're looking at the offense and their opportunities, they've had the opportunities. They really have, and we have some numbers to bear that out also, that they're getting, they're getting on base a little bit. They're just not coming through at, at the right times. So there are some, some good aspects of this, and get it out of your system, find out who you are, find out your identity, your personality, while you're still winning. And you're still winning. I, I, you know, I was listening to Colton Wong uh, earlier today, and it was, you know, most people would say that they're not playing their best baseball, and I don't even think it's close. Are they even playing good baseball? At times, yeah, maybe, yes. Anytime you're, you've got a 21-13 and 13 mark, you're going to be having stretches of good baseball, and, and they had. They had a couple of weeks stretch in there. there was, it was looking good, real good. So you know it's in them, but is this the natural grind of a baseball season? But you also have to look at it a little more on the pragmatic side also and just point out some of these things that are going on. Some of which, and again, admittedly, are part of the grind of a season. But other parts are concerning. And I don't think anyone can argue with that, the concerning part of this. Can they hang with the Mets and Giants and Dodgers and Braves just in, in, terms, of, in terms of numbers, in terms of side-by-side comparisons, you know, in terms of winning and losing, and, and all those things that go into it? Not the way they played on this road trip. There is no comparison because those are the big boys and the Brewers aren't. If you're looking at the last eight games collectively, it's a nine-game road trip into Atlanta for three, Cincinnati for three, Miami for three. You've got a chance to come out of this four and five, which in all honesty, the way they've played on this road trip, it sort of looks like a two and seven. And it, it may end up a three and six with a loss tomorrow, but what a difference a day makes. You get a victory tomorrow and it's four and five and we're whistling a different tune and, and you know, right the ship, get, get on the plane, get back home. And then you'll be at home for a good week. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Tim, what do you have for me? Yeah, so you know, along with this road trip, we started playing that song "Ring the Bell." Yes, with Blondie. So I'm just gonna do this here, and we'll just flush it right down the toilet. Yeah, we we may have to stop doing that because yeah. we started that I, on on Friday, May sixth. Yep. And I don't think they've then, won back to back games since we did it. We played. No, it, they haven't. Then they didn't they win. No. Then we said, let's let's reverse the curse. Then they do yeah, it. We right. play it. So yeah. we're throwing here, it away. Yeah, yeah. For now, we're gonna we're gonna retire it early, just for now. Uh, we'll go back to Friday, May sixth, and and the road trip and the series started out pretty good. A six three win in Atlanta to take Game One. Saturday they lost three two. Close game. You can deal with that, right? Everything was fine there. And then Sunday they get blown out. Last Sunday, 9-2 loss. They get into uh, Cincinnati game one. They lose 10-5. So back-to-back games, 19 total runs given up. Um, Tuesday, uh, May 10th, a 5-4 victory. Uh, Wednesday, May 11th, a 14-11 loss. Okay. See, see the big numbers starting to stack up here? Uh, yesterday. A two to one win, and then tonight another big number nine three. Four of the past eight games on this road trip. This we're just talking this road trip. Four of these eight games they've given up nine or more runs. Two nines, a ten, and a fourteen. I mean, think about that, guys. I thought the pitching was supposed to be the strength. Now again, we're just analyzing these eight games on this road trip. A nine-run output by those guys, another nine, a 10, and a 14. Uh, yeah, and that, that, ain't, that ain't good. Okay, 10 errors in the eight games. Now, that is surprising. The sloppy play part of it, and I, I didn't even go into the wild pitches or pass balls. There's a catcher's interference. There's, I mean, again, guys, the, the 10 errors says a lot there. 
It does, especially since in the council era, they pride themselves on defense. They do, especially up the middle. And you yep. had a couple of errors by Lorenzo Kane on this uh, on this road trip. Luis Urias, you know, I, I'm not going to say I'm going to give him a pass at all. Uh, but there's a guy that is still finding himself in the big leagues working on his defense. Much improved since being moved from shortstop to third base. I'll give you that. But again, he's had a couple of errors on on this road trip. But 10 collective errors through the eight games. They've given up 53 runs and scored 36. 53 to 36. 53 runs in eight games. That's almost seven runs a game. Now, some games get sideways. You already counted a loss, so does it really matter? Well, it, you know, it kind of does. It does to me, at least. It's, it's, like, um, <clears throat> it's, it's like saying Cactus League games mean absolutely nothing. Do they mean a lot? No, they don't mean a lot. But they do mean something anytime you win at, at, in any game. It does, it does matter to me. Some people don't look at it that way I do. In a um, <clears throat> nine to two loss, do the final three runs mean much? Yeah, it kind of does. Because things tend to snowball on you a little bit. 53 runs they've given up in eight games. Those are cr- that's a crazy number, guys. I mean, that's, that's a really, really concerning number to me. Now, again, will it go that way uh, long term? I seriously doubt it. And that's just not with this talent. Uh, they're going to have to make some adjustments in that bullpen. There's no question. And they know it. I knew it. We knew it. Uh, but there will be some adjustments made uh, in, that, in that bullpen. That's, that's a minus 17 run differential in eight games. That's crazy. Because listen to this stat from the Astros. They just had their uh, winning streak broken, 11-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. They gave up uh, 13 runs tonight. So the Astros gave up more runs in the sixth inning, 13, during their entire 11-game winning streak. See, Isn't that – that's crazy. you got to get yourself into situations that, that put you in, a, in, in the right frame to win a game. And that's – you know, and most times that's going to happen here, certainly with the starting pitching. And even Lauer's performance tonight, guys, he had a, had a rough one a little bit. When you compare it to what these guys have been doing, what a guy like Eric Lauer has been doing, he gave up four runs through his five innings. And that's still in it. You're still in a ball game there. He, he put you in a position to succeed here. But you didn't even get to the four, let alone the, the, the nine that you gave up total uh, in tonight's loss. Uh, they've given up 71 hits in the eight games. 71. So, you know, just you're leaning on 10 a game. That's not good. Uh, 67 hits for the Brewers offense. So that's not such a big disparity there. I mean, you're, you're kind of hanging with in this. And now, again, if you're just tuning in, we're just analyzing the eight-game uh, road trip thus far. Well, nine-game road trip through eight games. Um, 67 hits for the Brewers offense through these eight games. They've given up 71. So, you, I mean, you, literally, you're right there. So that, that's a horse apiece. But the run differential was 17. Now it's runners in scoring position. We've dealt with that here the last couple of years. Uh, that I think the team is improving on, and I think that, that is, as uh, Kenny said, a, a work in progress a little bit. That part of it, I'll, I'll chalk it up to a work in progress. But my goodness, this eight games, I haven't seen a stretch like this, guys, in a while. We, we have not seen a stretch like this in quite some time. 53 runs in eight games from this pitching staff. That, that can't last, right? I mean, just based on law of averages and the talent base that, that's on this team, that's not going to last. All right, 799-1250. We're going to hear from Craig Council coming up. If you guys want to join this conversation, I'm, not tr- I'm trying not to be as negative as it sort of sounds. But I, they're not my numbers. Just so you know, I didn't make these numbers up. These are their numbers. They're, they're the ones that, that perform these numbers. 
And our, our call of the game here with our friends at 5 o'clock Steakhouse. Um, you got to go with one of the bright spots in, in the uh, eight games. A guy that's starting to break out a little bit, and I, we warned you about that, that we're going to see better days for Hunter Renfro. And the old, you know, the tongue-in-cheek joke of Hunter Bradley Jr. I mean, come on. We knew that Hunter Renfro is a much, much better player than he had been showing, say, the first couple of weeks. But you move to the eighth inning, a man aboard for the Brewers' right fielder. And a swing and a blast out towards left center for Renfro. My, oh, my, where's that going to land? With two strikes on him, Hunter Renfro launches his ninth home run of the season. Up on the landing out there in left center. My, oh, my. Yeah, number nine on the season for the Brewers' right fielder. Another outfield assist. And uh, there it is, the call of the game on Bally Sports Wisconsin. 799-1250. Can the Brewers compete with what you've seen so far? What's the date today? May 14th. Month and a half's worth of baseball, roughly. Uh, with the likes of the Mets and Dodgers and Giants and Braves. I think those are the four big boys uh, thus far, along with the Brewers. The win-loss record would say that. But the way they look, and, and this is one of the things I love about doing the show and I love about baseball, is that you can take these sample sizes and really call them what they are. Okay, is this just a bad run? A natural going to happen to every team where the numbers look so skewed, it starts to make you question the team as a whole. Yeah, and you've got to control yourself doing that, including myself. I'm not saying there's, they're a bad team, guys. I'm saying this road trip is awful. And I don't think they would tell you any different. They might want to polish it up a little bit and shine it up a little bit and grab the positives, and I get all that. But all I know is these past eight games, in, in, in summary, is just unlike this team. And hopefully they, they can get out of this, and assuming they will. It's too much talent on this team. Uh, I see that, uh, let's see, uh, Rowdy Telez had another base hit against lefties. You guys were right. Just I, I want to remind you, you guys were right when you said, and we talked about it here on this show, Rowdy Telez should be an everyday first baseman. And you're right, because now he is. Look at that. Lefty lefty starter today, Rowdy inserted into the lineup. Now Colton Wong and Omar Narvaez, different story. we got to get those guys to hit against lefties, because that's your A lineup. If, if you can get Wong and Omar in there, I mean, you've got something. And are they an everyday situation? Well, Council doesn't think so at this point. But he's changed his tune on Rowdy, hasn't he, Tim? Yeah, he has. I've I've changed my tune, too, because I was one of those people at the beginning of the year who said, eh, I don't think Rowdy, Rowdy's going to be your guy at first. I think we might have to go out and get something for him. But. Well, and we, don't, we didn't know because yeah. he'd never, he, never, he had never started as an everyday first baseman in his career. And that's, pro- and, and that's why. And that's why. Right. I was just right. looking at it like, ah. Oh. We need he, was my, we just, he was my pick to click this year. He was. Yeah, I was on the total opposite end of you. Flying that. under the radar a little bit was Rowdy Telez, and I'm like, oh, it's going to cost Keston playing time. But, man, they may have found something in everyday first baseman since, for the first time since, since Prince Fielder, Fielder left. <laughs> I mean, think about that. That That is good news. It, it really is. So you had Yelich with a, a nice at-bat uh, tonight as well, going the opposite way against a uh, left-hander. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's get Matt in here. Matt, you're on the fan. What's going on? Hey, I think they can, they they can compete. I just I think they need to clean up some. And I don't get this about the Brewers like roster spots. I don't know if it's they like the guys or whatever. But like Jace Peters, why is he even on the roster? Well, what no, no, he no. He, he, Matt, I'll let or, you finish. Um, he, he, he should be on the roster, but he should be he should be a bench player. No, I don't even think he's worthy of a bench player. We got to have someone better in the minors, including Kesson here. Like, he he doesn't contribute zero whatsoever on offense. He bats two hundred oh, like life. Yeah, I disagree. Oh, you might no. like him as a person, but he's just he's not he's not a 
major league player. I, I, I just don't see it. And there's, there, we've been plagued with this for years of, I think bench guys where I, I'm a firm believer of the game is young. There's a lot of young stars. Why not give some of our young prospects a shot rather than a veteran guy who bats 220 for yeah, you may get to that. That's not going to help. I'd rather have some of our pitchers batting rather than him. And their, their stats show that they're better than him. Okay. I, oh, man. I, I just Matt. And we'll, I mean, yeah, he we, has we, no power. Did, he, did you see what he did last year for a good chunk of time? Man, dude know, was an on-base I mean, machine. I, I know, but it's just not. It's, for To win a World Series, you don't see those type of guys on a roster. Yeah, No, you, you do hurt. see them on the roster. No, 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 I disagree. You do see guys like Jace Peterson on the roster, but they don't start all the time, and that's the I, difference. I agree, but, I mean, he's just not. I, 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 we need, I think we need to give some of our younger prospects a shot rather than I, I think I'm not blaming our farm system at all. I think we do a great job with our pitchers. I think hitting-wise, and some of those guys like Bryce Terang, bring him mm-hmm. up and give him a shot. At least he's got some pop and speed and maybe can bunt on to get on. But literally, Jace Peterson, 90% of the time, I mean, looking at his stats, he's going to get out, and he's not really contributing. All right, thank, thanks for the call, Matt. And there will be a time where you will get your wish, where the young players do come up here. It's just not going to be right away here. Uh, for, for sure in the next, you know, two-year calendar uh, window. And it may be even a little bit later on this year. What, what I've been uh, really wanting, and I thought we had it with Keston Hira. I really did. And we, st- we still might, but uh, again, he never hit, he hit the ground running, but didn't have the staying power. You see a lot of these other young players, and you're right, the game is getting a little bit younger. You see some of these other teams that bring up a 21-year-old, and he never is sent back to the minors for the next eight years. And I've been waiting for the Brewers to get one of those guys on the position player side. The pitchers, that's, that's a different story. But we've been waiting collectively as, as a fan base to get one of those Sotos or you know, uh, Vladdy juniors or, you know, guys that never look back, you never would consider sending them back down to the minor leagues. Cause they, they just hit the ground running and perform thought we had it with Keston here in 19. It didn't work out. Now, what does that mean? His career is not going to work out. No, it just meant it was a, it was not a never look back player, but I get what you're saying, Matt. You know, it's a it's a dangerous prop proposition. You you know, you see guys like Corey Ray, uh, Tyrone Taylors, guys that just come up and then they bounce, they bounce back and forth, and it's just yeah. And are they a good player? I get your point. I get what you're saying, <clears throat> but I I disagree with you on uh, Jace Peterson. I he has he has proven it to me. That dude's a baseball rat, and but he has to play his role. And his role isn't an everyday player. It's just not. He thrives more, I think, in situations where he comes off the bench and spots starts. Um, will he be on the next World Series team? Yeah, maybe. You got to have guys like that. You do. All right, seven nine nine twelve fifty. As the Brewers fall nine three tonight, some of these numbers were taken out of this eight game road trip uh, through nine game road trip through the eight games. Not very pleasant uh, to to talk about, but that's what we're talking about, these these eight games here. And if you want to talk a little bit bigger picture, that's cool too. Mets, Giants, Braves, and Dodgers. Can the Brewers, in your mind, can they compete right now with the big boys of the National League? I think so. However, the last eight games, probably not. They're playing bad baseball. They are. They're three and five through the eight games with one to play. 799-1250, Craig Council coming up. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street, No Creek here on The Fan.
It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Yeah, kind of a rough weekend here of sports in, in Milwaukee, huh? <laughs> Brewers lose tonight 9-3. Bucks, yeah, you know what happened yesterday. And then on top of it, all the uh, the nonsense going on downtown. Wow. Pretty crazy times, man. Let's all uh let's let's all just behave ourselves, can we? Please. Um we're talking Brewers uh Eight games through this nine-game road trip, and uh, it doesn't look good on the numbers side of things. Uh, Matt brought up a good debate about uh, Jace Peterson, and and just to just to throw out a couple of numbers for you, Matt. It's yes, you're right. He's he's struggling. Jace is this year a little bit as opposed to last year. He's hitting 212 now, has a uh, on base of right around 315, 320, which isn't great. It, it's really not, admittedly. However, I, I think that you need to put him back in his role, get everybody healthy, get everybody playing, and then he knows that his playing time is utilized in a certain way. And I think he thrives on that. I do. And that is pinch hit appearances. Uh, you know, at the time, a, a double switch a, a year or two ago, um, you know, and with the new rules coming in. So it's a little bit different. Defensive replacements and versatility you can go, you know, all around the diamond. Did he not pitch a game, too? I, th- I think he did pitch. Yeah, he came in. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, too. But uh, last year, um, he really had a good stretch, and, and he did. And last year, he hit, uh, I'm just roughing the numbers, 247. So we'll say 250, and his on base was 350. I mean, you couldn't ask for, for much better numbers off the bench right there. And that's got to be his role that he plays. And I agree with you. If he's a starter, uh, definitely I'm, I'm with you. So, you know, you could make the argument for Brasso to be sent down for Keston Hira. I mean, that I'd be I'd, – we may end up talking about that in the next week because uh, Keston may belong in the big leagues. When you're comparing him to – Yes, Matt, I'll, I'll throw Jace Peterson in there as well. Jason Brasso. Would, would Keston Hira, you know, getting more reps and, and maturation as a big leaguer be a better situation than either Brasso or Jace? For sure, I would think Brasso. I don't know if Brasso, um, I'm not seeing the love in him quite yet, although he does have a, a couple of big pinch hits thus far this year, but see, they sent him down too. So were they seeing a, a lot of love in him as well? Uh, we might be on the same page there. And Keston, is he versatile? Um, I would say, I would say a, a, a little bit of a lean toward yes. It's first, second, and if you had to play in the outfield I wouldn't I wouldn't trust it too much his defense is suspect yeah and his well his defense is always going to be suspect in the big leagues and I think they knew that uh and and his defense was wasn't that stellar in college either uh was dealing with a little bit of an elbow injury last couple of years of his uh collegiate career but I mean there's a guy that you could make the argument that it's better served up here because if you're looking for a big three-run home run, you know, mid to late game, I think he stands a better chance to do it than Mike Brasso does. Or for that matter, even a Jace Peterson in a given situation. So it's just something to think about. That, And we'll, we'll do a check on uh, Keston Hero's numbers uh, within the next week to see how he's doing at AAA. But... Now, the Brewers on a rough little go on this uh, road trip. Again, the run differential is minus 17 of the eight games played so far in the nine-game road trip. Four of them, pitching staff has allowed nine or more runs. They have 10 total errors in the eight games. There's some pretty ugly numbers here trying to right the ship, but let's see how Craig Council breaks this one down tonight. Eric Lauer, a little bit of a tough go, five innings. Four earned runs given up. Here's counts. 
Yeah, I mean, he made bad pitches, um, and and they made him pay for it, um, with, not with singles, but with homers. Um, you know, I mean, I think if you look at all three pitches, they were pitches he didn't put where he wanted to, um, and it was it was you know the middle of their lineup, and they put good swings on it, and then we got where we are. Did they get a little more aggressive in that fourth thing, kind of after? Taking some pitches early in counts, that it's like they're just jumping on them, or was it just? No, I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that was it. Um, you know, they hit they hit middle pitches. He's done. I mean, up until tonight, he's done such a good job of limiting that hard. Yeah, pitch. I mean, he pitched. You know, he he did a nice job in the the rest of the, that inning. Um, you know, they. Unfortunately, Sanchez kind of got a ball through the just, you know, we were shifted and he got a ball through and the, and the Anderson homer, um, he came out and did a nice job in the fifth. Um, you know, got Aguilar and Solar, struck them out, uh, Solaire. Um, and, and he's he's pitching well. He just uh, he just made some mistakes tonight and they made it pay for him. Speaking of mistakes, that uh, Luis error. Yeah, that was a big play for sure. I mean, that's a double play. Um, and uh, you know it's it's a four-one game at that point. Double play, man on third, uh, and that inning snowballed, and and um, you know not much good happened. Um, but that's you know we left two outs on there. We left an out uh, on the table with the the Willie play. So that you know we're getting six outs that inning, and that's that's why you score four runs. Kind of similar to last night, early home run, and Rogers just kind of settled in. What did you see from him? Well, we, you know, we 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 swung the bats okay against him. I mean, Lopez was great. Um, I, I thought we swung the bats okay. Uh, we, we lined out twice in the fourth. Um, you know, that could have been a, that that was kind of the inning that you know we put some good swings on the ball and just hit hit them at people. Um, you know, we got them out. We got them out of the game, but um, you know, we didn't. You know that then the six that it kind of fell apart for us anyway. I mean, on uh, on the other side of the ball. Do you have an update on Yandel? It looks like he was. Yeah, there. right, Hammy. Um, it's it's going to be an IL. Yeah, we're going to lose him. It uh, he, he um, it's going to be he got it pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there he is, Craig Council. After the Brewers' nine-three loss here in Game Two of this three-game set, it's. Uh, it's sort of a worn and torn sounding Craig Council. It sounds like he's starting to feel a little bit of heat on this road trip too, and he's gonna he's gonna point to the record. He's gonna point to, you know, I trust my guys. Uh, we're having a decent year. Twenty. You, you, I mean, you, you just heard him there. They scored three runs and, you know, swung the bats pretty well. Had two lineouts in the in the fourth inning or whatever it was. That's good to point out the positives. I'm all with him on on that stuff, but you also. Have to remember, he's human, and he sees the games just like you do. And he may have some concerns creeping into him just a little bit. I know I do on this road trip, for sure. 53 runs given up. I didn't break it down to earned and uh, unearned. All I know is it's 53. That's pitching and defense involved in the 53, whether they're earned or not. The defense is involved in that, too. Ten errors in eight games. 53 runs given up. That's damn near seven runs a game. Ouch. Wow. But you can still, on the bright side, you can still come out of this nine-gamer at four and five. Some of these numbers would indicate that you should come out one and eight or two and seven. So that's a good sign. That there, There's a positive right there. 799-1250. A couple of minutes left for you. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street and Oak Creek here on The Fan. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on The Fan. Time to check Tim Allen's news and notes. Yeah, we know they're infamous, somewhat overrated, and, well, quite frankly, sometimes just plain old dumb. But he continues to read them. Okay, Tim, have at it, if you need to. Indeed, a a couple of minutes left here. 
as the Brewers fall in game two of this three-game set. Still a chance to take the series with a victory tomorrow and bail out uh, the road trip at four and five. Let's get Eric in here from Hawthorne Woods, Illinois, listening on the Odyssey app. What's going on, Eric? Hi, Tim. How are you? More important how you are. Thanks. Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you asked that question about whether they're good enough to play against the big boys. I, I just, I, I'm really concerned with that middle relief, and I don't know. I just, and they haven't been playing good baseball lately. I don't know what you no. think, but. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I, I just right now during during this stretch, for sure not. But you know, sometimes you look at look at other teams and look look at this team. Um, if you looked at uh, tonight's outfield, and it was uh, Taylor and left, Kane and center, and Hunter Renfro and right, and we're all like, yeah, well, that's that's okay, right? That's that's uh, that that should be able to. And then you look at uh, like another team, and you see it's. Left to right, Schwarber, Harper, and Castellanos. Yeah, I, <laughs> You're like, whoa, wait a second. Are we just yeah, you just wonder snowballs? if they have those big enough thumpers. I mean, but that, that throw that Renfro made, it was just unbelievable. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. That, that dude has a rocket. He, yeah, he does, he and it's as accurate as, as, a, as an outfield throw as you're, you're ever going to see in a player. He is something yeah, my son special plays out there. Too, and I just try to tell him, like, dude, you got to see how he just hits his cutoff, man. And I mean, it's just, or he can just, he doesn't even need to hit the cutoff, man. He can just fire it from way out deep. In, in well, the you, you said your son, your son plays ball? Yeah, we're going to actually be up at up in the Rock next weekend. We have a tournament up there. Nice. What a lot team? of time in Wisconsin. <laughs> what team? So, uh, he's with the Lake County Lightning. So. Okay, nice. Very, very nice, Eric. Well, well, good luck. Have him yeah. when he when he watches those type of throws. Make sure you tell him to look at watch the legs. Look at okay. the leg positioning. That's yeah, pretty important. Okay. All right, all yeah, right, I'm Eric. Thanks a lot. Stay stay in touch, my friend. All right, seven nine nine twelve fifty. I no, forget that. We're we're just going to hit our news and notes and give you a matchup for tomorrow's game. We need to talk about a victory tomorrow. Is what we need. That first pitch is going to be 12-10. After the last pitch, you make the switch right here to the fan for the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street. But uh, a couple of news and notes here. And again, if you, if you could uh, just just indulge me here a little bit. In, I, I, again, I made reference to this the other night. I don't understand uh, 100% about the NBA. I can hold my own. It's fine. It's what, it's what we do here. As sports talk show host, it's fine. But someone needs to explain to me how a game seven of an Eastern or Western Conference semifinal game, and in this case between Boston and Milwaukee, is at 2.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday. Do they find that that is good for their sport? Do they find that that is good for the league, good for the market? Do they find that that is less competition? Do they find that, well, we don't want to compete with Sunday night baseball? Do they find that they get better results, better ratings? I'm not sure. I just find that hard to believe. I, I agree. Mean, it really, truly is amazing. A nice 7 o'clock game at night would be perfect. And if you had two, which I think there is another game tomorrow, mm-hmm. isn't there a yep. Phoenix game 7? Phoenix and Dallas game yeah. 7. Which is surprising. It's my two picks to go to the NBA Finals again, Phoenix and, and Milwaukee. They're both being tested here in the semis uh, to Game 7. But, I mean, you, you can't go with a, a, even a 530, 545 tip for the first game. And then the second game goes at 8, 745, 8 o'clock. It's ridiculous. Maybe I'm not seeing it. I should ask some experts in the in the field why that is, and if if it's a uh, contractual situation with the networks that are carrying these games, then change them. <laughs> no, <laughs> you would think that on a Sunday evening slash night, you would get more viewership than at two thirty in the afternoon. Just my guess. I don't know. It's mid-May. The weather's nice. Everyone's doing their thing. There's baseball going on. It's typically a daytime in, on Sundays. There's only one night game on a Sunday in baseball. 
I'm just saying. Another game tomorrow, a game five for the Admirals. Is that right, Tim? That is correct. Game five against the uh, Manitoba Moose. And do they go seven or is that, no? Is this that... is this is the deciding. They, this is five. They go two three in hockey. I guess. It, okay. I guess right. it uh, cuts down on travel. So. And is this this isn't the big, the big one, right? Yeah. No. This not. No. This is the first round. First round. First okay, round. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. All right. So there's a couple of news and notes there. Uh, Yandel Gustave, a little bit of a hamstring. I would surmise another roster move right away, I would think. I was thinking they were going to make a roster move today with J.C. Mejia anyway. So you may have a couple of different roster moves. Uh, uh, A little bit of news. uh, Maybe McCutcheon back during the Atlanta Braves series, which fires up on Monday at American Family Field. So uh, maybe you'll see a uh, few new faces. Yeah, I haven't seen anything yet on the roster moves. Uh, I do have one little note here, though. If he what plays tomorrow, Colton Long will start in his one or playing his one thousandth game. One game number one thousand for Colton Long. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yep. Man, I mean, getting to the big leagues is one thing, and they say staying in the big leagues is entirely different. As you see some of these players that, that make it up. In fact, there's a book out there uh, that is solely based on Major League Baseball players that made it to the big leagues for one game. It's a pretty interesting book. I'll have to re- try and remember the name. Uh, but um, Robin Yount's brother is in that book as one of the guys that made it to the big leagues for one game. In fact, he's the anomaly in, or one of, I don't know if you've heard this story, Tim. The way I've heard the story and read the story was that, I think his name is Larry, was a pitcher, and he was warming up to pitch in his first big league game, and he got hurt while warming up. Did he never play? And never, ever played in the big leagues. Again, never was called up again. Never played, never pitched in the big leagues. He was about to I and never, got hurt. never knew he had a brother. Yeah. I, I think he was in business with him. He might have okay. been in the agent world a okay. little bit. Younger or older? I think older. Older, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that is. That is very well, interesting, actually. <laughs> but there are others that have made it up for one game, and that's it. That's, that's how fickle this uh, sport can be. All right, as I said, after the last pitch tomorrow, you make the switch, hopefully talking about a Brewers victory. And it will be a big one, guys. It really will. One, it'll take the series. Two, it will get you to a four and five road trip through these nine games. And the way they've been playing, you you always say you deserve what what your win-loss total is, but I don't think that that would be fairly accurate on this road trip if they end up four and five. So we'll we'll find that out. Pitching matchups for game three tomorrow. Tomorrow for the Brewers, Brandon Woodruff, who is three and two with a five point nine seven ERA, is going up against Eliezer Hernandez, who is two and two with a six point three seven ERA. And Woodruff is coming off probably one of his worst starts this year. Yeah. Uh, the ten five loss in On Cincinnati. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. He only went four and a third inning, gave up uh six runs, five of them earned. So now with the off day on thir- this past Thursday and another off day next week, you see how that uh, Aaron Ashby, mm-hmm. you know, where's he now in this whole equation? He may be scheduled again against the Atlanta Braves. Council loves throwing him against the Bravos. That's like for it. sure. Don't like it. All right. <laughs> we'll find out more on that tomorrow. We'll discuss. Uh, the Brewers fall tonight 9-3. That's going to do it for us. Go Bucks tomorrow afternoon. Uh, we'll be on... Well, uh, I mean, this game was almost four hours, but with a twelve ten first pitch, we should we should hit the air about th- by three thirty, three fifteen, three twenty range. Uh, Bucks will be uh, about in, so you can join us until about halftime of the Bucks game, and then we can all enjoy a Bucks victory, right? I mean, isn't that the way we're going to set this up? Are you calling it? I have to. <laughs> Come on, right. I gotta, I gotta stay with it. Come on, Bucks. I'm, I'm a little shaky, a little shaky about it. Yeah, I do. This is such a cool thing, a game seven. That's where nervousness is a is a good thing. We all should be nervous. That's the nervous excitement. The best cool. thing in sports. That's cool energy. Game it really seven, is, guys. It's it's really great energy, 
and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, by the way, the Bucks uh, and the the city announced that the uh, watch party is canceled for tomorrow. Did you see yeah, that? Yep, did see that. No watch party. Yeah, it's the, mm. the final news and note. Hate to leave you on a note like that, but we all know what happened last night. Yep. All right, for Tim Shea, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. And despite the outcome, despite the road trip at 3 and 5 thus far, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.